Welcome back to another edition of the Forts Athletics Life and Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Inferna. We're at Forts Athletics. We equip coaches and athletes with the tools they seek out in order to achieve their unique and specific goals. And we are recording this on Thursday, December 16th. It is like uh, 9.15 in the morning. I'm on my way to school. So you might hear this podcast episode released either tomorrow, which would be Friday, or maybe Saturday. We'll see once uh, we get the editing and and the order of other episodes um, ready for you all. But in this episode, we're going to spend some time talking about, oof, it's dreaded for me, probably not so much for the athletes because they don't have to see me for five weeks, but uh, it's finals week right now. Tomorrow's the last day of finals for our kids at Alfred State, so they are finishing up their crazy school schedules and I don't even know how they keep up with these things. You got a bunch of engineering majors, nursing majors, vet majors, and it's just some of the stuff that they share. Uh, I just it boggles my mind and my brain doesn't work like that, but I'm glad that theirs do. And uh, for the most part, <laughs> we've, we are coming out of this semester relatively unscathed when it comes to grades and academic performance. And like I've mentioned before, we don't have cuts at Alfred State, but the GPAs make the cuts for us. And uh, speaking of GPAs and cuts, we are approaching what's going to be like a five and a half week break for our athletes uh, coming up. So everyone's uh, expected to be out of the dorms by this Saturday. And then nobody is really expected to come back until the tail end of January. So we really have like five weeks where everyone is going to be left to their own devices for the most part, which for me, like I said, is kind of scary uh, because uh, a whole season can be unraveled in five weeks of just staying home and not really doing much of anything. And I know everyone has good intentions. I'm not just talking about our athletes at Alfred State. Uh, We had the wheels fall off at Fredonia State. We had the wheels fall off at Nazareth also for some kids. Uh, Because we do have good intentions about training and going to the gym and going to our old high school and doing all this stuff. But then just sitting and not doing that really is not going to move us any closer to achieving our goals. Now, if you're injured or you're recovering from something, that's different. But I'm just, for the athlete who goes home and uh, isn't taking any uh, winter session classes, is just kind of chilling, I shared earlier uh, some steps, or I guess I shared them over the summer about summer training. But I think it's just important for winter training is try and find somebody that lives close to you, that's on your team, right? So you have an accountability partner when it comes to training. Uh, We have like five athletes that live within 45 minutes of each other, and I've encouraged them to get together and train either at someone's house. Two of the athletes have uh, cement pads in their backyards that they can throw, uh, or get together at one of their high schools, just do something together. Uh, Try and keep that continuity, try and keep uh, a routine, a normal routine as far as like training. I know 
we have uh, winter jobs and we do all those different things, which is fine. Um, you know, it's not now it's going to kind of start being lighter later because of uh, the solstice and things. But, you know, it's really interesting uh, how much you can get accomplished if there's two or three or four teammates together. Uh, keep track of what you're doing, which doesn't boggle my mind, but in talking to some post-collegiates about like training programs and and what have you, it's just really interesting that one athlete I was talking to didn't keep a journal of stuff. They would just go to the weight room and lift, and then they would go throw and not keep track of anything. They would just throw, and then they'd call their session. And we kind of talked a little bit about the importance of keeping a journal and chronicling and trying to figure out, you know, why certain things are happening during the course of the season. So it makes it, I don't want to say more predictable, but then we can see if there's like ebbs and flows in training, ebbs and flows in life, which um, have an effect on our training and competition and, uh, you know, it's just, I don't know, I, something I guess maybe I take for granted um, in college. I never, <laughs> I never had anybody uh, tell me to do that. Like, I kept my own journal of not how many throws I took. I wish I would have because it would be interesting to go back and look at that now. Um, but uh, it would be interesting to see how many... Uh, throws I took in college because I'm willing to bet that my whole college career uh, let's see four years of undergrad indoor and out I don't know maybe maybe 5,000 throws I don't know if that's a good guess that's uh, uh, you know about 1,250 a year between shot disc weight hammer um, I know my senior year, I didn't throw much shot at all. Um, a lot of discus and hammer, not a lot of weight, which is probably why I had a better season. Um, but anyway, it's just interesting to keep track because I try and get our athletes to two days a week between 30 and 40 throws between the shot and the weight. And that's everything leaving their hands. That's not just like full throws. Um, so we might get, you know, between 60 and 80 throws a week indoor, um, maybe, which for some, it might not seem like a lot, but for what we're asked to do and, and the availability that we have, it's, uh, you know, it's worked for us so far. Remember Lewis's indoor season, his senior year, I don't think he took more more than like uh, 150 weight throws, maybe, like the whole indoor season. Um, we maybe took 10 a week. Uh, we did a lot of hammer work, but maybe 10 throws a week between the days that we practiced, um, especially once he started hitting higher marks and we realized that um, he wasn't throwing as much and the marks were getting better. Um, but yeah, so keep track of what you're doing over the winter uh, because that's going to, like if you listen to a previous episode where 
and give a recap of our meet at Utica. Um, you know, having those small wins even over our break is going to be very helpful as well. Um, but it's such a critical, critical time to really just try and stay up <laughs> up to what you're doing and not just stay home because I've seen it happen so often where we had athletes that uh, had great fall semesters they were in great physical condition and then they come home and you know they didn't touch an implement in five weeks they didn't lift and um, you know it takes a good I'd say two weeks three weeks to kind of get your body back into the shape it was in uh, before, so then we're looking at you know basically the indoor season's over. Uh, we have one meet in January, a few meets in um, February, and like I said, we don't have a conference championship, so basically we're done at the beginning of March unless we have kids qualify for nationals. Where right now um, we have some kids on the cusp of qualifying for uh, regionals indoor. Um, it's uh, 15 meters in the weight for men, 13.85 in the shot, 11.10 in the shot for women, and 14 meters in the weight for women. So we're kind of close in a couple of events, uh, but we really need to you know, just continue training and really just working on those little things. But a lot of it is going to uh, be determined, our spring semester success, on what happens you know, over the course of this next five weeks. So I implore you, I encourage you to try and train as much as you can. If you're not hurt or you're not rehabbing anything, keep track of what you're doing uh, in a journal, notebook, what have you, and try and uh, train with your teammates, your peers, if you have the ability to do so, especially if, if you live close by to somebody and they have a, a throwing pad in their backyard. My goodness, I used to throw off of a uh, two pieces of plywood that uh, we kind of anchored to the ground in my backyard when uh, I would go home uh, for college over over the breaks because I didn't have any place to train indoor. There wasn't any place in Rochester at the time to train. Uh, we would go to the YMCA and lift, but you know, I couldn't do drill work or anything like that. So anyway... I encourage you to keep track of what you're doing, to do something, train with your teammates if possible, uh, because these five weeks are really going to determine how well your spring semesters go. Um, I guess that's, without beating a dead horse, that's as best uh, as we can go here. So thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Forts Athletics Life and Coaching Podcast about training over winter break. I'm your host, Charles Inferna, and have a great day.